0: Hall. I'm McKenna Galat, the host of Past Deadline, bringing you the biggest headlines from Central Michigan life. For more than 100 years, the student-run media company has been the voice of the campus community. This week's print edition takes it back to the 90s with a story about two alumni who found love while attending CMU. I have CM Life reporter Gina Hoffbauer to talk about the article. Good afternoon, Gina. Hi! Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem.
1: (laughs) Um, Can you tell us a little bit about the cover story this week? Uh, Who did you interview? So I interviewed Victoria and Dawn Sorensen. They are a couple that actually met at CMU by being roommates and they later started dating and now they've been married for 26 years with two children and they live in Massachusetts. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Um, Additionally, this is your first cover story, correct? Yeah. (laughs) It
1: was very exciting. Mm -hmm. All right. Um,
0: And because the couple is based in Massachusetts, um, what did you expect the story process to be like? Uh, What surprised you?
1: Yeah. Well, because they're so long distance, every interview I had to do with them was over Zoom or something like that. And so... Well, I did meet them. You know, I didn't fully get to meet them, but luckily, our f- photographer, Aurora, she actually lives in Massachusetts. So when she went home for Thanksgiving break, she actually got to meet up with the couple and do a photo shoot with them. So that was really cool that she got to meet them and they got to kind of meet us in a way, like through her and see how CM life is now, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah.
0: A lot has changed between the 26 years, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so the couple told you about the Gay Lesbian Association for Student Support, which was also called GLASS, um, and what did Victoria and Don tell you about that organization?
1: Um, yeah, they really, GLASS means a lot to them, you can tell when you talk to them. Um, it really gave them a safe space that they needed because you know people weren't so open at the time it wasn't so normal to be part of the lgbtq community community and so through glass they met a lot of their friends and a lot of people that gave them support and love and they said they created a family that they really needed up here so i think it really did being in glass meant everything to them it's a much better it's a much better situation for everyone yeah <laughs> Dawn says that our place became the place where other LGBT people came to hang out, cool. which we probably didn't have at the dorm, but we would have, you know, we, we had people live with us at various times. We had meals and it it uh, it was a place that we could, um, I don't know, safe space. That's what she yeah. says. It was a safe space. When there weren't a lot of them, people who lived in the dorms and did not feel really comfortable with roommates could Mm -hmm. come and hang out with us.
0: Uh, can you tell me a bit more about the people they met through the um organization
1: yeah um a lot of the friends that they had actually were the ones that helped them out with their wedding because as they put it they were both making five dollars an hour so their wedding had to be kind of a budgeted one but their friends really helped make it special they had friends cater a friend even sing at the wedding did the photography like their wedding really was because of how great their friends were and how much they all came together to make it a special day for them. I think for us, it's, it's, uh, it was kind of the next step. It was kind of what people did and people around us were doing. You mm-hmm. meet someone, you date, you fall in love, you get engaged, you get married. It was the path that people took. And for us, I, I feel like my maybe my thought was that just because it wasn't legal doesn't mean we don't deserve to have that
0: you just heard a clip of gina's interview with victoria and don um during that time it was normal for couples to announce their wedding through the morning sun yes (laughs) um however the morning sun wouldn't run the couple's wedding announcement Um, So what did they tell you about any other obstacles they faced when planning their wedding?
1: Well, they sent in the, you know, their request to have their wedding announcement posted in the morning sun. And they had it sent back to them with really no much of an explanation, just that they wouldn't run it. And then CM Life eventually stepped in and wrote the article about them that brought us here today. But um, between that, when the CM Life article was published they had a lot of backlash because people were concerned for CM Life and people were concerned that there was a lesbian couple on campus and all of that. And so it eventually got to like the higher bishop of the Wesley Foundation and people wanted them not to go through with the wedding. They thought about possibly moving it to the priest house cause he was very close with the couple, but eventually they just went on with the wedding and everything went on as planned and yeah, it was still was a very special day for them. That's
0: awesome. Um, what was the wedding ceremony at Wesley Foundation like? How did they describe it?
1: Um, they said it was very short and sweet, you know. It wasn't too over the top because, like I said, you know, they needed a lot of support from their friends. But they said that their friends really did everything possible to make it a special day. And they've had thoughts of doing a redo or, you know, some type of, like, reunion type thing, but they really, I think, although it wasn't perfect, they really do see what was special about their wedding here, and they're kind of, you know, at peace with it. They, I think they really did end up loving it, you know?
0: That's good. Um, so after CM Life announced the couple's wedding, you mentioned that, um, letters were sent into the editor, Mm -hmm. people were concerned. Um, do you know any other details about that?
1: Um, Honestly, I really don't know too much. I just know that there was a lot of negative responses. And, you know, people at the time weren't so open to these ideas of there being a lesbian couple getting married on campus. And it just wasn't as widely accepted as it is today. And so I know a lot of people were concerned for the paper. They thought the paper would go downhill and crash and burn because of this one article. But we're still thriving. And, you know, things are going well. So... (laughs) been 26 years, and we're still here. We're so. still surviving.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, Victoria and Don now have two children. Um, yes. They have a son and a daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did they tell you about that experience?
1: Well, actually, Victoria carried both of their children through a donor that also went to CMU and was one of their friends. And, you know, they still somewhat keep his privacy, you know, so they don't want to tell everybody who he is. They said it actually took a while for them to tell their own family who he was because they wanted to protect that privacy. And they're, you know, they always wanted to have kids, especially Victoria, I think, felt the need to have kids because of traditions and families, you know. But they did want to keep their pregnancy a secret for a while because at the time there was cases of children being removed from homes because their parents were same sex. And so I think there was a lot of fear going into that, but they wanted a family of their own and they deserved to have a family of their own. And now they're all good, they're very happy, you know, everything they are very happy. Everything is really good. And I know that since having their kids, Dawn's family has come more around and you know, loves the grandchildren and stuff. So I think that was a really big part of their growth in it helped them be a little more accepted, which is really nice.
0: Yeah. Is there a possibility of either their son or daughter becoming CMU alumni
1: themselves in the future? I would love it, but honestly, <laughs> I have no idea, but I would not be opposed to that idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so going back to GLASS...
0: Um, did Victoria and Don have, you call it a safe space earlier. Yes. Did they have a safe space outside of the organization Glass?
1: Yeah. Um, after they lived in the dorms for two years, they did purchase a house. And they say that it honestly became like a hangout spot for the people of Glass or just other friends that they had. And they said that they are house sort of became another safe space because all their friends knew that they could come there if they needed anything they knew they could come there if no one else was around and i think they learned a lot from glass and they wanted to give that safe space to others and extend it to their friends and other people that they knew that might need it and so yeah they created a safe space of their own within their own house (laughs) that's
0: awesome Um, And where are they now? Um, What do they do and are they still involved within LGBTQ plus organizations?
1: Yeah, um, they're doing great. You know, they're residing in Massachusetts now, which they said is a lot more accepting than Michigan. But Dawn is actually going to school to become a ordained minister, which is very cool. And I think a lot of that she credits to her work with Wesley and how accepted she felt there. And I think she wants to spread that acceptance in religion because there is some type of stereotype that religion and sexuality are more of a separate thing when it is all around accepting. And so I think she's trying to do a great job to promote that um, she also works with children's ministry at Pilgrim Church, I know, and she's helped students that are in the LGBTQ community and she's just created a safe space in that too. They really they're they're very successful in everything that they've done and I think they really just want everyone around them to feel comfortable and safe in their own skin and know that they're worthy of love and that they're worthy of everything that they want in life, because they're no different because of the way they feel. And I think they do a great job showing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And speaking of that, a lot has changed um, with the resources at CMU for LGBTQ Mm plus students. Um, What did Dawn and Victoria say about the progress the university has made?
1: Yeah, it is mind-blowing to them because when they were students here, they would actually come in a class and be interviewed for being a lesbian couple just because it was so unknown. Like, they were kind of like unicorns at the time, almost, they say, you know, and um, they, you know, obviously people wouldn't do that now because— there is so many more people in the community now because it feels safer to join the community and be part of it. And so they're just very, very proud that people can now feel a lot more accepted and a lot more open and not as afraid to show who they are and to live the life that they want to live. And just that alone makes them very, very proud of the progress we've made as a school.
0: That's awesome and (laughs) it's great that CMU has um progressed in the last 26 years um thank you for speaking with us today (laughs) thank you on behalf of the cmu community i wish you the best of luck the rest of the semester thank you yeah Uh, you can follow the latest of from cm life by following us on twitter liking us on facebook or connecting with us on instagram and snapchat subscribe to cm life's podcast channel on itunes spotify and soundcloud The print edition of CM Life is published every other week and is distributed throughout campus and Mount Pleasant. Thank you for listening and supporting CMU Student Media.